Do you often fail to follow through and take action on your goals? Have you been tracking your progress on big projects? Are you in annual mode where you measure success at the end of the year? Do you wait until December to set new goals? This is episode 27, How to Accomplish More in 12 Weeks Than You Would in 12 Months. Hello and welcome to The Incrementalist, a productivity podcast on making big changes in small steps. My name is Diane Williams and I'm your productivity coach and host for the show. If you're resisting what you need to accomplish, you might have given yourself too much time to execute your plans. New Year's resolutions and annual goals rarely get you to where you need to be and to create the life you want. Move out of annual thinking and try the system in Brian Moran and Michael Lennington's book, The 12-Week Year. With this planning technique, a year is no longer 12 months, but 12 weeks. It's not divided into four quarters or four periods. Each 12-week period stands on its own. You have one 12-week year followed by another 12-week year. You're not cramming your annual goal into 12 weeks, Rather, every 12 weeks carry its own goal. With traditional annual goal setting, your focus tends to dip in the middle of the year, like in the month of July, and then picks up at the end or the last quarter of the year. The 12-week year gives you a sense of urgency. It shifts your mindset. It encourages you to take action on the essential things. It motivates you to do work in one week that could otherwise take months to do. You accomplish more in 12 weeks than you would in 12 months. This planning system increases focus and productivity and provides more structure. It speeds up progress with consistent action toward achieving smaller, more specific goals. Higher, more intense focus brings better results in key areas. Your focus on activities, actions, and process instead of results, numbers, and outcomes. You concentrate better on fewer, greater things. You meet clearly defined goals in the 12-week plan before you move to the next 12 weeks. 12-week goals give you more structure in realizing your long-term vision and short-term objectives. You break your weekly goals into weekly plans which set your daily plan. The objectives are specific and tactical, not vague and conceptual. It's easier to execute and take action with a 12-week year. You shrink the change you have to make and limit the time you invest in it. You get to measure your progress throughout the journey and identify setbacks sooner. You get more timely feedback on what worked and what didn't. You're better able to correct mistakes save time, and gain control. You get increased focus. You don't have a whole year to make up for prioritizing busy work over deep work. Shorter time frame deadlines get you out of annual mindset where there is more procrastination and neglect of tasks that really move the needle. You close the gap between where you are now and where you want to be. 
With a 12-week year, there is stronger connection with the long-term goal. What does success look like to you? You bring it closer into the next 12 weeks. Where do you need to be in 12 weeks and the next to fulfill your long-term vision? If your annual goal reflects your long-term vision, are you on target, ahead, or behind at the 12-week mark? You target the critical few one to three goals or projects. If you need just five or six steps to get the job done, stop there. You don't need to have 12 steps. More is not always better. You have limited capacity, so stick with the lowest number of steps to accomplish the goal. Structure your action plan so it's easier to execute and implement. The incrementalist approach involves breaking down big projects into smaller tasks and activities that make it easier to start, make progress, and finish strong. You know exactly what to do today to reach long-term objectives. You're also celebrating the wins, practicing gratitude, and applying the lessons along the way. Your thinking affects the results you get. The amygdala in your brain makes you adverse to risk and danger. It serves an important role, but it can hold you back from creating your desired life in the future. When you stretch outside your comfort zone, the amygdala will try to shut this down. The prefrontal cortex part of your brain does the opposite. It gives you the capacity to grow, change, and develop, and make good decisions. You form neural connections. You're able to take necessary and reasonable risks to create your desired life. When you're clear on what's important, it's easier to take essential action. Choose what will have the biggest impact and do this consistently. High-value activities done consistently have a positive compound effect. Your weekly plan includes your keystone actions. These are the tasks and activities you will do in a given week to achieve goals, save time, and preserve energy. A weekly plan is one-twelfth of the 12-week year. Each week and each day, you will execute tactics to reach your 12-week goal. Tactics include the action steps, tasks, and activities, whether they are recurring or one-time event, who will be responsible for what, and the due dates. You design action plans that hone your focus daily and weekly to achieve the big goals. You track your habits and progress to see if you're executing on action steps and moving steadily toward the 12-week goal. Smaller, short-term goals are more adaptive to unexpected changes that affect and derail your plans. In the 12-week year, one year equals 12 weeks, one month equals one week, and one week equals one day. You are no longer focusing on distant annual goals broken into four periods. Every 12 weeks, you set or reconnect with your long-term vision. You have a 12-week goal to make progress toward the long-term vision. You create and recreate the 12-week plan to bring you closer in alignment with the vision. Do the necessary review. Spend 15 to 20 minutes at the start or at the end of each day to review progress in the prior week and to plan the following week. Use the first five minutes of your day to go over your daily plan. Choose the tactics you'll execute in week one, two, three, and so on. 
Break your weekly plan into daily actions. To learn more, listen to episode eight of Incrementalist podcast: How to Plan Your Ideal Week. Twelve weeks are self-containing units of time, followed by another twelve weeks. The shorter time frame prompts you to take action, but it's long enough for you to accomplish what you need to get done. You build momentum and start fresh every twelve weeks instead of every year. You have more opportunities to decide what to keep doing, stop doing, and start doing. With this healthy pressure, you procrastinate less. You have more expectancy and get more value. Expectancy is how much you expect to succeed at doing the task and how much you expect to get the reward. It enables you to create the desired results. Value is how much you enjoy doing a task and how much you expect to enjoy the reward. It's perceived meaning. The more value you get from the task or the reward, the more likely you'll get to it. You also have less impulsiveness and delay. Impulsiveness is your tendency to get distracted by other things that bring more immediate gratification. Delay is a time lapse between taking action and receiving the expected reward. How far away is the deadline? How long will it take to finish the project? For more, check out episode six of the Incrementalist podcast. Stop procrastinating and just start. Now, in the twelve-week year, you will use the thirteenth week to celebrate, appreciate what you achieved, reflect, regroup, and re-energize. You could take a long three-day weekend or a one-week vacation, recharge before you head into the next twelve weeks. In the thirteenth week. You will review the action steps you took and the results to prepare for the next twelve weeks. In the review process, you will look for more opportunities to make progress and gain traction. In the thirteenth week, you could use the first half of the first day to review the lessons, what worked and what didn't work. In the next day and a half, you set goals like revenue and sales targets, and when you will launch new products and services. You identify clear, specific goals for the upcoming twelve weeks. More important, you define and set the critical few tactics. With this system, you make deliberate progress toward long-term objectives, and in the meantime, create a great twelve weeks. If you are working with a team, build consensus to decide what action steps are most important. You can make changes, additions, and subtractions in the next twelve-week block. Apply the athletic technique of periodization to your own life and business. Drop the annual mindset and be more consistent with executing the vital few. With annual goals, you might feel like you can catch up after several months of not hitting your target. The twelve-week year motivates you to sprint, rest, sprint, rest. With periodization, you do focus training. You could spend one week developing one specific skill, and then move to the next skill the following week. Being this intentional maximizes growth and advancement. If a twelve-week period was not enough time to carry out the action steps, use the thirteenth week to evaluate the plan. No plan is perfect, but you must execute it to know whether it works and to understand its strengths and weaknesses. Make micro adjustments more regularly. Do better next time by executing better on the plan or executing on a better plan.
Use time blocks to take control of your day and carve out time to perform important tasks. Strategic blocks are for high-value, high-cognitive tasks and creative thinking. Set appointments with yourself to do deep work at a sustainable pace. You need to do long-term planning and work on important projects to fulfill long-term vision, even when there are no tangible immediate benefits. You're not dealing with unexpected visitors, incoming emails and phone calls, and all other types of busy work. Reserve at least three hours in one week for strategic work. Buffer blocks are for low-value, low-leverage, low-cognitive work, but take up time and energy. You have phone calls to return and emails that need replies. Reserve about 30 minutes or 1-2 to two hours per day for routine administrative work as well as interruptions and distractions. Breakout blocks are for your free time, which may include hobbies, leisure, entertainment, and extended breaks. Rest and rejuvenation are key to setting yourself up for success in life, business, and work. Your weekly plan contains the critical few activities that align with your 12-week goal. Your vision gives you inspiration and direction. Your consistent daily and weekly actions make it a reality. Annual goals have a negative impact when you evaluate success on a yearly basis. You have a higher tendency to slack off or focus on the wrong things when you think there's plenty of time to hit the real goals. Move out of annualized thinking or annual mode and set a 12-week year. Each week and each day will matter more. Shorter time frames allow you to have success in the moment. I plan to talk more about the 12-week year planning system in an upcoming episode I'll explain why you need to keep score and stay accountable. If you do these things well, they will motivate and not demotivate you. I'll also explain why it's important to uncover hidden intentions and competing commitments. Stay tuned for more. If you found value in this episode, please share it with friends, family members, and others who would benefit too. And if you need productivity coaching or have a productivity issue you'd like me to cover on the show, you can find my contact information at dinewilliams.com. To encourage others to check out the show, please subscribe and post a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite app. I appreciate your being here. Join me again next time on the Incrementalist Podcast.